Nick, it's spring break. Woo! Hooray! Uh, show me your podcast. <laughs> uh, that one took. I I didn't expect that, so it was. I laughed and I didn't. You know, I broke character. Uh, you you did. You ruined it. You ruined the effect. This this whole bit is ruined. Yeah, I often do that. Uh, I'll just blame it on you, the the American way. Blame it on somebody else. Woo! Blaming it. Woohoo! Folks, this past week was spring break. I was actually out of town. I was in the Blue Ridge Mountains of Georgia, just chilling and relaxing. Uh, it was kind of nice. So, Nick, what did you do? Uh, I didn't do a whole lot. The most exciting thing that I did this weekend was I got round one of that good, good COVID vaccine on Friday. Well, congratulations. I've tried for several days to get an appointment, and it is not happening. Yeah, it's not easy. I just, I, I sort of fell into it, like, immediately when they opened them up, because they opened them up ahead of when they said they were going to, and I just happened to be in there at the right time. So I was able to get one. So I got one at Walgreens. Me and Jess did both. And so we got we got Pfizer round one on Friday. Yeah, and, and you don't find yourself, like, uh, all of a sudden wanting to buy Microsoft products or anything <laughs> like that? Uh, no, I'm... I'm the same old me I've ever, I've always been. I do have to plug in to charge a lot more frequently than I did before. Uh, I don't remember ever having to charge previously to this, but I do require about a half an hour of charging uh, in the morning before use. And how does one, how does Nick Kelly charge? It's, it's just coffee. I just drink more <laughs> coffee. No, I, I didn't have any side effects or anything. Um, some people I know got like sore arms and yeah. uh, stuff like that. I got nothing so far. Uh, the second dose is probably the one that I'll get like side effects from. Uh, people who've had COVID, I, I believe, tend to get side effects more from the first shot, and people who haven't get them from the second. But we'll find out. So April twenty third is my second, my second go. Oh man, I'm so I'm kind of jealous, man. I I really do want it. I really want it bad. Uh, Just gotta keep looking, everybody. Keep looking. Keep look. Keep on the lookout. Cool. Um. All right. Well, so we're we're coming up the uh, up at the uh, the end of spring break here, and uh, because it was spring break, I actually watched and played a little bit more than usual. So I can I consumed more content. Uh. So actually, what I I guess we can talk about what we done had watched this week. These dumb dudes have seen some things. I think that's a good idea. So I ended up watching The Yin Yang Master, that Chinese movie that came on Netflix. Dying to hear about it. Yeah, so it starts off really promising, and you think, oh, this is going to be like a fun fantasy romp, you know, with like a, with a, with that Chinese influence there. Uh, And then it it just, it, um, I don't think it, delivers uh on maybe on what we Mm. want so it is a little bit different like we like we talk about how we appreciate so it is a little bit different um at the the ending didn't make a whole lot of sense to me and the characters are just uh they're just okay there's just not maybe the substance that you want is it a fun watch yeah sure some of the effects are really good some of the effects are kind of booger it's really a mixed bag but is it worth a watch? Yeah, yeah. It's you know, if you ain't got anything else to do, yeah, it's worth a watch. Yeah, I'm I'm not gonna sit here and 
recommend it, but you know, it's it's worth watching once. I think uh, if you if you ain't got nothing bad to do, might as well. Uh, yeah. Uh, so then I also watched the Snyder Cut, and buddy, I watched the whole thing, all four hours of it, in one sit down. I find it hard to believe that you, Ben Moon, were able to sit there and watch a four hour anything in one go, no matter what it is. Well, even you, even if you've known me for a hundred years, I can still surprise you. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, listen, you know, online, everybody under has a different review of this under the sun. Everybody's got their own opinion, so you can take my opinion with a grain of salt. It's just an opinion. Uh, it's not good. It did not. Uh, I didn't. So I've decided I haven't actually seen the original movie. I think I've just seen. I just saw the trailers because, um, like, I had no recollection of any of this <laughs> um, when I watched it. I was like, okay, I, I definitely have not seen this before. But there's there's tons of scenes where I go, where I just was like, oh yeah, this this totally should have been on the cutting room floor. Like it's some it's like awkward dialogue or like it just a scene just hits weird. You know, like it just doesn't feel right. And and like you can just tell that it was it would be something that you would cut out. Um, this movie had a lot of fat. It absolutely should have not been four hours. Uh, this probably shouldn't have been a lick over three, uh, at the very least. Um, so it's it's just not good. Um, it's just not good. Uh, they they talk about Superman. Um, like they're, like they're all talking about Superman. Like, what are we gonna do? I don't know. Maybe we need to get that Superman. I'm just like, gosh, you have Wonder Woman. Like, like she is so strong. Like, I don't know if you need Superman for this. I, I don't know. It's just, I just don't care about this. Like, the, there's a scene in the beginning with Wonder Woman where she's blocking automatic gunfire with her her bangles or whatever they're mm-hmm. called, and it's dope. Like that, the scene with one, the stuff with Wonder Woman's cool. Like, basically, Wonder Woman is the only one I care about. Uh, the Flash is so annoying, and I know a lot of people love Flash. Like they're like, I, oh, he's... he was the. I saw the theatrical one, and he was the most annoying that could ever oh exist. Gosh, like, like, I hated like, him so much. And it's not like an. You know how like Peter Parker is like he's wisecracking and he's funny and he's 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 you know he's a kid, but he's endearing. You know, Flash is none of that. Like I don't know if it's the way he's written or if I don't know if it's Ezra Miller. Um, maybe I just don't like Ezra Miller. I think that is part of it because I don't like him either. Yeah, it just I just did not like it. Um, some of the CGI was real bad. I mean, real bad. There's one, there's one scene where the Amazons are hopping on their horses and then riding away from the camera, and and it it, it looks like pre-rendered stuff, dude. It looks <laughs> it it looks like extra features before they finish it. Yeah, I'm not surprised. I mean, people are forgetting that Batman vs. Superman was was a Snyder Cut. Like, he made that whole movie. That's one of the worst superhero movies of all time. Like, I yeah. I, I understand that the theatrical cut of Justice League is terrible and that it would be hard to actually make something worse than that. So, if it's better than that, I'm not surprised. But, this is Zack Snyder. I mean, he's, he's not some auteur filmmaker. He... Ten percent of the his movies are in slow motion. Oh my gosh, dude! There's so much slow motion in this, and it just like not even cool slow motion. Not like the Quicksilver slow motion where like it's just amazing the entire time. Like not good slow motion. Uh, there's one, there's one other thing. Uh, oh, I was gonna say, if you don't want to watch this movie but you just want to see some cool stuff, just like go to the first scene with Wonder Woman. 
uh, that's you, you watch that you're seeing the coolest part of the movie uh, and then you can just kind of skip the rest yeah uh, you Nick by not watching this are missing nothing yeah no I'm not gonna I'm not gonna watch this four hours Zack Snyder movie I can't I tried to watch uh, Batman vs Superman ironically to make fun of it with people but we, it was so boring that we stopped like 30 minutes in yeah, I don't. I don't. The only scene I remember for that is when he like they like fighting in a building and they talk about Martha or something. <laughs> I think it was Mothra. Uh, it's talking about Mothra. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, again, the only thing that would have made this movie better is you know if Godzilla was in it. Yeah, could help. <laughs> uh, and then I watched the uh, the Nate Bargazzi, the new comedy special that he's in. It's an hour long. It's funny. Definitely watch it. It's an hour that you will not be sad that you spent watching that. You will laugh. I like him. He was on a podcast that I like called Movie Crush. Uh, I forget. I think he talked about the movie Scream uh, in his in his episode, but he was funny. So and he's a friend of the host of that, who is a, a cool dude. So I assume he's also cool. Yeah, he he's a great guy, and it's like you can watch it with the kids. Like it's totally clean. Uh, so yeah, so that's all I watch. What did you? I mean, God, you have a list here, buddy. Uh, talk about all this stuff. Okay, so. Uh, for the past year, I haven't really done anything, and it's because, what with all of the terribleness of 2020 and COVID and stuff, I sort of felt like I was in like a dark cave of hopelessness, and I didn't want to do anything, and nothing nothing gave me joy or purpose or anything, but everything has been sort of on the upturn lately, uh, and then the COVID shot was like, once I was able to book that appointment... It's like a fog lifted off of my brain. So I've been I've been that. in a good mood all week. And with the good mood has come the desire to, you know, do things and live a human life. <clears throat> and my favorite thing to do is watch lots of movies. So I watched 11 movies and 11 and a half movies this week. Wow. <laughs> Most of them were 90s movies. So I'm, gonna, I'm not going to talk like in depth about each one of these. But there are things that I have to say about a couple of them. Okay. So the first thing I did was I watched Stargate, and that was uh, because of Robo's comment on the Questions Times last week. Yeah. And I hadn't seen Stargate since the 90s, and I, I was like, I know I love this movie. And so I watched it, and yes, it holds up perfectly. Oh, that's great. The effects hold up perfectly. Like, even the CG stuff isn't bad. So, because there's so little of it that it, it still looks good. Uh, so mm. yeah, Stargate holds up. I watched Johnny Mnemonic, which is a Keanu Reeves cyberpunk movie. That cyberpunk 2077 is basically Johnny Mnemonic. Like, it's almost the same plot with the thing in his head and stuff, only it's it's in Keanu Reeves' head this time instead of Keanu Reeves being in someone's head. Uh, that movie's great. It's really cheesy 90s fun. If you want to watch it's not like... Like, if you're going to watch it, it's because you want to watch a 90s movie. Uh, that's why I watch most of these movies. So if you want a good, fun 90s movie, uh, Johnny Mnemonic is good. It's got, like, Dolph Lundgren in it and stuff. It's great. Uh, I watched Paycheck, which is from 2003, so I, I slightly broke from my 90s trend here. This is a Ben Affleck movie based on a Philip K. Dick uh, short story. It was it was fun. Uh, it wasn't bad. But in the beginning of this movie is the worst haircut I've ever seen. There's this businesswoman, and she's got, like, this... It looks like David Bowie's kind of red mullet from 
from Aladdin Sane, but if if it was like half like blonde brownish streaky like fading blonde but she looked like a david bowie like a failed clone of david bowie and uh, yeah so paycheck that's a that's a very standard philip k dick story um i also watched the 13th warrior with antonio banderas Mm -hmm. which was a a lot better than i thought it was going to be because it has a lot of really bad reviews but i thought it was fun to watch uh it was kind of weird that he was playing like a, a dude from like the Middle East when right. he's so very Spanish. <laughs> uh, I watched The Crow. <laughs> oh, I've, I've never seen The Crow before, so I watched The Crow. This is the funniest movie ever. Uh, it's not supposed to be. <laughs> it is the. Uh, I mean, you know The Crow. It's the most edgelord, hot topicy thing. It's hilarious. Everyone should watch <laughs> this. I can tell that Mark Steven Johnson was heavily influenced by this movie when he made the 2004 Daredevil movie because, like, a lot of the shots and, like, the camera work is exactly the same. I watched 12 Monkeys with Bruce Willis. and That was uh, a Terry Gilliam movie. Usually Terry Gilliam's the worst. 12 Monkeys was very good. Bruce Willis cared in this movie. It was one of the, one of the last times I've seen him care. I watched The Saint with Val Kilmer. Yes, not, I love The Saint. <laughs> not uh, what I expected when I went in there. Uh, yeah, no, this was fun. Uh, some of the some of the most egregious '90s fashion of all time. In this, there's this part where he's wearing like these leather pants, and he's got like this wig on with his yep. long hair, and I I literally yep. laughed out loud. But there's also <laughs> this part where he looks like Night Monkey from Spider Man, and it's awesome. Uh, so a lot of the saint was him doing like different voices and spy stuff, which I enjoyed. Yeah. Uh, so the saint that was fun. RoboCop two I watched, which I had never seen before. Uh, RoboCop two is is still good. Like I was, I, I know RoboCop three is considered to be one of the worst movies ever made, but I was like, I don't know if RoboCop two is is still good or if it remembers that it's a satire or if it thought it was an action movie, but it's still a satire. Uh, the the stop motion animation in it is really good. Uh, it's just good. It was good. I enjoyed that. Uh, I watched The Shadow with Alec Baldwin. Uh, this was this was I think my favorite of the things that I watched. Uh, it's you know it's a it's a pulp movie, uh, like The Phantom or any of those other movies that I like. It had uh, Alec Baldwin. It had Jonathan Winters was in it and. Uh, so many people you'd recognize. Tim Curry. Uh, yeah, it was a good movie. I liked, I liked the show. I don't think that one's highly regarded either, but it's the kind of movie that I like, so I liked it. Mm. I started watching Traitor with Don Cheadle uh, because I thought it was a like CIA thriller movie that was going to be more akin to something like Firewall or like a, like a tech thriller movie, but it wasn't. It was a Beige Army Man movie, so I abandoned it because that's my least favorite genre. Is this the one where he plays uh, a Muslim? Yeah, he was yeah. he was a dude from like Sudan or something, but it was all Middle Eastern military drama, which is my least favorite genre. So I abandoned it. The only movie like that that I thought was any good was Zero Dark Thirty, but other than that, they're all exactly the same. And then just today, I watched Star Trek Beyond, which is the third... J.J. Abrams' Star Trek movie, although this one was directed by Justin Lin. Uh, I enjoyed that as well. The That girl from The Mummy is pretty cool as that alien girl. Mm-hmm. Uh, she yep. was cool. Uh, 
There's one part that I thought was really stupid, though. Uh, there's this part where they, they blow up the bad guy ships with, like, a Beastie Boys song. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this is J.J. Abrams. <laughs> he must have done this. He, like, he stepped in and was like, hey, do this. Or Justin Lin did it as a favor or something. But it was good. I liked it. Um, and then I just watched Point Break a little while ago, which is one of the best action movies of all time. I've never seen Point Break. Watch Point Break. I have never seen it either. I just, I, I get all the references to it because of, you know, culture. Right. One of the best action movies I've ever seen. Really? Yeah, it's on HBO. Uh, watch Point Break. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's famous for a reason, I guess, right? Yeah, it, it should be seen. It's really, really good. Okay, well, I'll, I'll put that on the list then. If it's, especially oh. <laughs> lo, low barrier entry here. Yeah, also it has the greatest line I've ever heard in a movie, which I put on my Instagram story. So, uh, Keanu's talking to uh, Swayze, and they're talking about the other surfers. And Swayze says, in, de- in dead seriousness to Keanu, he says, they only live to get radical. They only live to get radical. Uh. <laughs> I gotta see this now, I gotta see this. It's so good. Plus, it's got John C. McGinley in it, and like uh, Tank Girl, and uh, oh yeah, Gary Busey. But yeah, no. So Gary that Busey. I watched eleven and a half movies this week. So wow. I'm gonna keep keep doing it. No one no. can stop me. No, <laughs> you you don't have kids, man. You you do what you want. This is the longest uh, what watch this week that we've ever done. <laughs> yeah, probably so for sure. At my my video game playlist is even uh, longer from this past week. Mine is is going to be shorter, but uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. All right, let's talk about here uh, some of this here new news. This is the Dumb Dudes News Network. the The first one is the most important one here. Disney has set a final release date for Black Widow. Uh, I have July 7th here, but that's wrong. It's July 9th. Uh, so, so the final release date is July 9th, and it's going to premiere in theaters and on Disney Plus with Premiere Access. So you can rent it at home like you did with Raya and The Last Dragon or Mulan, or you can go to see it in the theater, and that's going to be July July 9th, and that is the actual date that they're keeping it there, which means that we have four Marvel movies in the second half of this year. We have Widow on July 9th. We have Shang-Chi on September 3rd. We have Eternals on November 7th, I think. And then Spider-Man No Way Home on December 17th or 18th. And then if you count if you count the sequel to Venom, that comes out in September like 19th or something as well. Yeah, uh, Sony Pictures. I feel the same way, except San- Andy Serkis is directing it. So maybe oh. it's better. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. Well, uh, I really want that Shang-Chi, man. Yeah, I was that, I was, I was a little worried that they'd push it a whole year because uh, Widow took its release date, but they just invented a new release date for it in September. So, Well, I'll be watching that, so September, here we come. Uh, oh, another piece of uh, Disney-related news here is that they are, com- they are going to develop a National Treasure series on Disney+. Plus. I will probably watch this series. I will definitely watch this series. I love this sort of genre, like the Indiana Jones, secret society, not secret, you know, secretive stuff or whatever. 
so I think it'll be fun if it's written well. I mean, Disney's going to sink the right amount of money, put the right amount of talent in it. So I think it's going to be fun and good. Yeah. National Treasure 1 is very fun and good. The second one was a little uh, overdeveloped. Like, there was too much going on in the second one. Uh, is that the El Dorado? Do they found El Dorado? In, or what's the I don't even know the second one. I don't remember. I just remember Ed Harris was the bad guy. <laughs> uh, I don't remember anything about it. I, maybe I haven't even seen it. I just know they, they steal the Declaration of Independence in the first one. Yeah, the first one's great. Yeah. Uh, Nick Cage, everybody. Nick Cage. Yeah, he's not here today. Usually he comes in. He's probably just chilling at... Uh, does he have multiple houses or... Well, he probably did at one time, but I know he spends his money as fast as it comes in, so sometimes he probably has to sell them and bail on them. Um, in very good Sony news, they are making a movie of Ghost of Tsushima, and it's being directed by the dude who directed John Wick, Chad Stalski. Do you think that's a good fit? Yeah, uh, based on John Wick, John Wick is an awesome action movie, so I feel like Ghost of Tsushima will have a, an awesome action uh, director in charge. So it depends on on the writing and and casting, I, I guess. At this, because Chad Salsi is a good director. John Wick's one of the best things ever. Is it gonna be in English? I don't know. I would imagine if if they're making it here, they'll probably make it in English. I it, when they make this movie and it comes out on Blu-ray, I need the regular version and I need a black and white Kurosawa version. Yeah, like the game. You can like play the, the game. game in Japanese and Kurosawa Vision. Yep, yep. That's that. I want this. This is what I want. Yeah, one of the best games ever. I just, you know, video game movies don't have the greatest history, but I just love this game so much that I just I want this to be good. So, yeah, I think it can be done. I think it can be done. Just put the right people on it. Yep. And then uh, finally, HBO is going to air the uh, series Wellington Paranormal, which is a What We Do in the Shadows spinoff. That was made in New Zealand about the police, the paranormal, like police department in New Zealand that is in uh, what we do in the shadows, the movie. Uh, it's beyond me why this has not been released in America. I know everyone wanted it because it came out like it came out before the what we do in the shadows show started here, uh, and uh, everyone was like, "Well, we want to, we like what we do in the shadows, so let us watch this." And I guess finally now they've decided we are allowed to. So okay. that's going to be on HBO. I do want this. Uh, that style of comedy is hilarious, and I want it. Yep, and this is you know straight from the source, so can't wait. Yeah, excellent. All right, well that's all the new news uh, this week, and that brings us to the new new, new 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 new. New, 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 new. Trailers, folks. We have, again, too shy of an Adele Dezine. Unless you count the, the parody trailers we put in there. Oh, yeah. So if you count the parody trailers, we have an Adele Dezine. Yeah. So we have two special trailers for you at the end because this is a booger week. There's only, like, one good movie, like, one real movie in this whole list. Yep. Uh, well, let's go ahead. Let's go ahead and wade through the boogers here. Uh, the first one we have is the Nevers. This is trailer two for the Nevers. Yeah, this one's not so much a booger, but it is a series, not a movie. Uh, this one, and we've talked about it twice already. So there's another series, another trailer for the Nevers. Uh, I didn't, I didn't know that Nick Frost was in it, so I saw him, and that made me happy. Uh, this still looking good. I'm gonna watch this. It starts in April. 
Yeah, you know, and the note I put on here is this is if you're gonna do great values powers, um, this is a probably done the right way, I would say. Yeah, it's definitely great values powers, but like it's still in, like they the way that they have a cool name, like they're called the touched. Uh, all the stuff around it looks good, so yeah, I agree. Great value powers, but potentially done correctly. Yep, that's that's it. Uh, so then next up we have a trailer for Stowaway, and this is not on a ship, like on a boat, but a spaceship. Yeah, so this is a pretty simple plot. There's a, a stowaway on a mission to Mars, and he sets off a series of unintended consequences. I believe this is based on a short story or a book or something, uh, just because Jess said it was like one when we were watching the trailer, so... She's probably right, and it probably is. This stars Anna Kendrick, Daniel Day Kim, Tony Collette, and Shamir Anderson, who are all real actors, and it's going to be on Netflix. It looks good, I think. Uh, the, you know, the plot is understandable, and from the trailer you understand. And then you, you, know, you might go, well, how in the world could this guy that's like working on you know, the stuff get trapped in like a, the ceiling or whatever. And then, you know, but then I, then I was like thinking, well, how in the world can you do surgery on somebody and just leave gauze inside their body (laughs) when they, when you sew them up, (laughs) you know, and like, that's even smaller scale, but that happened. Apparently it happens. So I was like, you know, maybe this isn't, uh, you know, defying reality too much. Maybe this is plausible. Maybe the global sedition built a electronic shock thing into the back of his data pad so that when he completed the mission, they activated it and tasered him. And so uh, they could d- destroy the evidence by having him be on the ship. And then when he wakes up, the Jupiter 2 is already in space and the robot comes alive to kill the Robinson family and it's trying to kill him too and he can't shut it down because now he's part of the, the crew and he doesn't want to be. Oh, sorry, that's the plot of Lost in Space. <laughs> And indeed, it indeed is. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what movie are we talking about here? <laughs> I'm confused. Well, so this one, it may be decent. This might be actually decent here. I agree with your assessment that you put in the notes here. You said you'll give it 45 minutes to hold your attention. I think that's that's good. That's what I did with that Trader movie. But then I was like, this is the genre that I don't like. And I, I abandoned it, even though I love Don Cheadle. Yeah, that's the same too. I like Don Cheadle a lot. Uh, oh, well. Well, we'll see. 45 minutes, Stowey. That's all you get. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so then next up we have a trailer for Edge of the World. Yeah, this is uh, the adventures of Sir James Brooke, who defied the British Empire to rule a jungle kingdom in 1840s Borneo, embarked on a lifelong crusade to end piracy, slavery, and headhunting, and inspired Lord Jim and the man who would be king. So that sounds interesting. This has Dominic Monaghan in it, who we we love. He's a hobbit of of great renown in this household. But this looks really low budget and kind of weird. Yeah, I don't know that this will be something that I ever see. And it, at the end of it, it was like yours to own on whatever date. And I was like, I'm not going to own... I don't own digital movies, buddy. Yeah, I don't own digital movies either, but like... It doesn't even, I don't know, I feel like movies like this that come out without any fanfare, they don't have the budget to to do the scope of the story. Like, the, the description I just read is a pretty vast scope, you know? I don't feel like they're going to be able to pull it off. Uh, I don't either, so we'll probably never see this. Edge of the World, right. sorry. 
next up, we have a trailer for Cruel Summer. And this is <laughs> this is brought to you by Jessica Beale of all people. Yes, everyone remembers Jessica Beale from the movie Stealth. <laughs> That's where we know her from. Uh, I will say she's uh, incredibly beautiful, uh, especially in that movie Stealth. Yeah, I mean, I like Jessica Biel. She's in she's in random stuff. She's married to Justin Timberlake. I think she's probably a better person than he is. Maybe so. This series was really hard to follow the trailer for the plot. Could you tell what was going on? Okay, so this is like kind of your typical story of nerd girl becomes... This is almost like Mean Girls. Like, nerdy girl becomes popular girl and like you know she loses the glasses and 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 does her hair different and puts on makeup and oh wow what a transformation uh and but something happens to the popular girl like she gets killed or something and so this this i guess this girl has replaced her in the hierarchy or whatever but yeah what was really confusing it was like 1992 1993 1994 95 and i was like why why are we going through these years none of this makes sense it's just confusing this trailer is cut terribly absolutely terribly so the description of this let me see if this is what you thought it would maybe be like a small texas town when a beautiful popular teen Kate is abducted and, seemingly unrelated, a girl, Jeanette, goes from being a sweet, awkward outlier to the most popular girl in town and, by 1995, the most despised person in America. I still don't know why and what is the connection there. Also, the two main girls look almost identical. So it was hard to tell who was who. Yeah, and, like, I couldn't tell. All white girls look the same, so... She has short hair in some of the scenes and long hair, but then I was like, is that the same girl? I don't know. I can't tell. This is very confusing. I thought one of the girls was Joey King, but she's not in this cast list, so I don't even know who's who. Uh, I don't even know what life is. And Jessica Biel has broken my brain with her weird, hypnotizing, cruel summer trailer. And what the heck is Freeform? What What is this? Is this a channel that's on cable? I had to look this up. This is the channel. Uh, this used to be ABC Family, and it turned into Freeform. This is the channel that the Marvel Cloak and Dagger series that I never watched was on. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, because I was like, I, I, I feel like this won't connect to the MCU, so I don't want to waste time on it. No, and it's like, wasn't the Runaways too? Wasn't that? Isn't that that was on Hulu. Okay. I watched the first season of that, but it was the same thing where I was like, I I, I don't feel like they're really going to interconnect these things. I, I need that. I need the canon. Because, like, my interest runs on canon. I'm a canon person, you know? Some people can, can do non-canon just fine, but I, I like a continuity. Uh, I just like Marvel Studios making it because I know it's going to be quality and good. Exactly. Like, the world that we live in now is perfect. Because did you watch the the second episode of Falcon and Winter Soldier? I did, and I loved it. It's incredible. The way that they they are blending the humor with, like, the de- sometimes very heavy real-world stuff in this show is so good. Yeah, the, the, there's a scene, and I'm not going to spoil anything, but there's a scene where... Uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier together, and they the the police come up. Like you're used to seeing uh, movie scenes with black men and police, and then this j- takes that situation 
has all that tension and stuff, and then they just take it in in just a different direction because it's Marvel, mm-hmm. um, and it's interesting. It, it's yeah, I think you're right that they can tackle these issues in the show, but also it's not like Angela's ashes at the beach. Yeah, no, it's extremely funny. Their chemistry is so good. It really, really is really funny. Yeah. But I, I do need Kurt Russell to come and pick up his child because his child is upsetting me. <laughs> <laughs> Old uh, U.S. Patriot is a uh, yeah. I need, U- I need U.S. agent. Yeah, I need Kurt Russell to come pick up his son. <laughs> <laughs> he there's a there's a shot in the second episode where it's a profile shot of him in the locker room and it's like oh my gosh it's Kurt Russell. <laughs> yeah, he's got that that brick head. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, definitely could see the the uh, the family resemblance there. He does look like the perfect combination of Kurt Russell and Goldie Hawn. Like, yeah. Perfectly. Yep. Yep. For sure. Uh, all right. So then uh, next up, we got a trailer for Made for Love. Yeah. So this stars the mother from How I Met Your Mother. Uh, spoiler alert for that 20-year-old sitcom. And so, and the dude that looks like uh, the dude that was in Invisible Man, whose name I don't remember. The, the plot for this is a young woman on the run after 10 years in a suffocating marriage to a tech billionaire suddenly realizes that her husband has implanted a revolutionary monitoring device in her brain that allows him to track her every move. This guy, for a second, when I first when the trailer first started up, I was like, ooh, is this Army Hammer? Ooh, but it was not him. <laughs> you can't tell if it is. <laughs> uh, and then, so the, the, I kept getting distracted in this trailer because they there's a dolphin in the pool, <laughs> and the sound effect that they use for the dolphin is like that that canned old like uh, uh, flipper <laughs> sound effect. And it was just like, why are you using this old sound effect? I don't even think this is what dolphins sound like. I died when you pointed that out because it's true. Uh, Kristen <laughs> Melody looks like a robot. So I thought when, when this came out that she was maybe going to be an android or something and that wouldn't have surprised me. She does look like she could be a robot. She looks like a combination of Allison Hannigan and someone else. I don't know who the other person is. Maybe like Amanda Seyfried. Yeah, maybe so. She she was in the uh, Andy Samberg movie. Uh, yeah, Palm Springs. Palm Springs. That's it. That's that's where I know her best from. I would say. Yeah, I, I know her from How I Met Your Mother. She's the mother. Oh, okay, okay. There's there's a shot in this trailer where she throws uh, an item at a glass uh, something something that's glass on the wall, and it shatters. But the way the way she throws it is like the most half-hearted throw. It's like you know she didn't even look like she was mad. She was just like, eh. I don't know if you caught that, but it, <laughs> I didn't notice. But I'll have to go back. The plot for this sounds pretty similar to the Invisible Man with Elizabeth Elizabeth Moss, which was a really good movie, which surprised me. Uh, but this is on HBO, so it might be like a little, might be a little edge lordy because HBO can tend to do that. So I, I'm yep. kind of intrigued by this, but. I would say if it's if people are like, oh yeah, it's really good. It's kind of like Black Mirror-y. Then I'm like, yeah, maybe I'll check it out. Yeah, that's that's. I would need someone to recommend it, maybe. Yeah, I think so. Uh, all right. So then next up, we have a trailer for Big Shot. Yeah, we talked about this when there was a teaser trailer a few months ago. This yeah. is uh, the show where John Stamos is coaching a uh, a girls' high school um, basketball team. Uh, this is basically Friday Night Lights, the basketball version. Yeah, yeah, it is. Um, 
the mostly what I wanted to talk about is that uh, John John Stamos is fifty seven years old, and he looks like he is thirty five. Yeah, I think he's taking pretty good care of himself. I mean, it's probably easy to do with all that full house money. It's true, and he doesn't look like he had plastic surgery. Like you know how like Mickey Rourke turned into like a weird purse man. John Stamos looks like he's like real John Stamos, and he just like drinks a lot of water and does a lot of cardio. Is is Mickey Rourke a real life marionette? I don't. I think he's like a weird puppet monster. Weird puppet monster. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I just think. I just keep thinking about that image of that we that we yeah. got for that last trailer. <laughs> yeah that 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 movie where he looked like a drowning victim. <laughs> looked like he was wearing a mask of himself on his own face. Yeah, he, uh, he his face looked like the mask that Ryan Gosling wears in Drive when he kills all the gangsters. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, good times, good times, guys, good times. All right, so if you're it, if you're into uh, Friday Night Lights types of movie shows, uh, buddy, this is for you. Yep. The next trailer we got here, number seven, The Virtuoso. This movie is an Anthony Hopkins movie. The gist of it is a lonesome stranger, secure, nervous of steel, must track down and kill a rogue hitman to satisfy an outstanding debt. So this is a hitman movie. This is one of those movies where Anthony Hopkins says so many cool things in the trailer that it might be worth having made the movie, like the movie The Wolfman, which I've said it before and I'll say it again, has two of the greatest lines of all time, and they're both from Anthony Hopkins, and one is, look into my eyes, Lawrence, I'm quite dead, and the other is, Terrible things, Lawrence. You've done terrible things. And it's right there. However many millions they spent on that movie, worth it. Quite a, quite a lot of money for two lines. Worth it. And Nick says it's worth it. So this looks kind of, this kind of looked low budge to me. It, I think, I think that might have been the trailer on YouTube because I've heard of the first three people in this list here and, and, and there's more people in the full list that I've heard of. Anthony Hopkins is in it. Abby Cornish is in it. Like she was in season one of Jack Ryan, and she was in uh, that Zack Snyder rock opera movie. What was that called? Baby, baby doll. Yeah, killer. she was. Yeah, yeah. Abby Cornish was the one that had the pauldron on her arm. I forget what that movie's called. Uh, it's not good. <laughs> Sucker Punch. I, Sucker Punch. That's it. The main uh, character's name is Baby Doll, right? Yeah, yeah. She was, yeah, Laura in American Gods. Um, yeah, no, not good. But uh, yeah, that's who Abby Cornish is, so I've heard of her. She's an Australian rapper. Anson Mount is the hitman. He was in the show Hell on Wheels, and he was Black Bolt in the very, very terrible Inhumans TV show that ABC made. Uh, and then Eddie Marson is in this movie, and he's great. Boy, that would be a nightmare if you or an actor, like, wanting to make it and you're like i got a role in a marvel property and it be abc's in humans <laughs> it's not fair yeah uh, anyone who's in that should be eligible to reappear like you know because like that was so bad i never saw it but i, I probably never <laughs> will see it unless it's like mystery science 3000 or whatever mystery science theater i watched the whole thing uh i don't know how you did it Nick's just a shell of a man at this point. I shouldn't have. I shouldn't have done it. <laughs> it's that immediate guilt you feel after hurting another human. Yeah, it was. It was bad. This is bad. Why they do that? Why they the do only, that? 
you hurt yourself, Nick. That's the I person really, that you hurt. I really like Lockjaw. Like he's one of my favorite things in Marvel. I know. I and I think Black Bolt, just the concept of Black Bolt is one of the coolest ever and and now we don't get him because yeah. they ruined it. In the first episode they sh- they cut off Medusa's hair and I was like, "Oh, not good." <laughs> like you don't this is like, you can't commit. You can't commit to this character. It's like small kaiju. Yeah. Get that get that out of here, man. Yeah. Ugh. All right. So then uh, we oh, speaking of superheroes, uh, we have a new trailer, a red band trailer for the Suicide Squad, the Tim Gunn Suicide Squad. The James Gunn Suicide Squad. What did I say? <laughs> Tim Gunn. Oh, <laughs> uh, this. Uh, th- hey, make th- make this trailer work. <laughs> make this trailer work. <laughs> so good. Yeah, th- Tim Gunn might be in this movie. The cast is so stacked. <laughs> <laughs> Tim Gunn's The Suicide Squad. <laughs> <laughs> this is uh, th- sp- this is the opposite of the Snyder Cut uh, for DC movies this week because this looks really funny. I thought it looked great. I love James Gunn, though. John Cena looks funny. Like, he seems like he's funny in it. Uh, yeah. Harley Quinn was funny in it. So I, I, I didn't think she was good in the first Suicide Squad movie at all, because that's a terrible movie. But then I was like, oh, Marco Robbie kind of sucks as Harley Quinn. But then I saw this, and I was like, oh, maybe she is good. And it was just David Ayers couldn't do it. Because that beginning scene was pretty funny, where they went to rescue her, and then she was like, well, you want me to go back in? <laughs> Yeah, I, I I think maybe I don't know if Harley Quinn is just a hard character to write. Um, they they just cannot get her right. But maybe James Gunn is going to get her right. She's good on the animated one. The Kaylee Cuoco uh, Harley Quinn is good. That's but that show's really funny and like Alan Tudyk's in it and stuff. So. This one has Sylvester Stallone as King Shark. Oh, I didn't know that. Yep. Uh, there is, I think the effects in this are going to be good. First of all, there's one scene where like the buildings are collapsing. They leap from one building to the other, and like Harley Quinn's got a spear, and it looks really cool. It looks really good, like almost like that Marvel style. Well, it's James Gunn. I've, he's not going to be bullied by Warner Brothers into having cheapo special effects. I don't think. No, I don't think so either. So yeah, this is this is shaping up to be uh, good. Uh, you know, as good as something DC can be. Uh, and I know that's like prejudice, but. Um, but we yeah. are prejudiced. We are. We're Marvel fanboys. You know, like. Yeah, we are. But you know, so. I don't. I'm not prejudiced to the point where if something is good, I'll say it's bad. Like Wonder Woman one, I liked a lot. I thought that was great. And like all the Nolan Batman movies are good. Uh, I love. I love Doom Patrol. Doom Patrol is one of the best shows. Uh, I love the Harley Quinn animated series. So you know, I'm not. I'm not biased to the point of being unreasonable. I just need. With DC, I treat it like normal movies where I don't have any built-in loyalty where it has to actually win me over. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Man, Man of Steel is one of my, still one of my favorite superhero movies. Uh, yeah. I, I, I mean, so we're not going to hate it just because just to hate it. Yeah, we um, ne- we just need to be won over. And Suic- yeah. The Suicide Squad so far is winning me over. Yeah, so we'll this we'll, we'll be checking this one out. Uh, James, yep. we're, we're, we like the James Guns. Uh, but, uh, but I don't want the Tim Gun Suicide Squad. I kind of do now, though. <laughs> <laughs> you want to see him make it work? Yeah, I want to see him in there. Yep. Uh, all right, so the next trailer we have here, In the Earth. Yeah, okay. So this one is a horror movie, and it's the description is, As the world searches for a cure to a disastrous virus, a scientist and a park scout venture deep into the forest for a routine equipment run. Now, this... <sighs> 
when it started off, it had all these vibes that were the kind of creepiness that I like. Where it seemed like it had vibes like The Witch or like The Lighthouse or something like that. Or like Annihilation even. Uh, or that Gaia movie that I still want to see. But then as it went, there was like a, a flash shot to like someone putting like a fish hook in their arm. And then there was a guy with an yeah. axe. And I was like, is this just a dumb, gory movie? There were just so many tropes. Just horror tropes. And I was like, okay, you look like a person who's like, I want to make horror movies. And, and somebody with not a lot of talent, and, and they saw a couple of A24 movies, and were like, oh, this is the style that I want to film my horror movie in. So they, they copied the A24 style, but it's just filled with all the normal horror movie tropes that you've seen before and everything else. That's kind of the, what I took from this. Yeah, you can't, you can't promise me, uh, like, Midsommar and Green Knight vibes, and then I go there and it's hostile. Yeah, that's a. I think that's what it's gonna be, though, dude. I think it's that green, that green night vibe with let's let's gross you out. Mm-hmm. I don't like that. I want it to be creepy. Be creepy without needing like weird torture scenes. Let's play. When we gonna get? When we gonna get a new Green Knight trailer? Yeah. When, actually, at this point, when we gonna get that movie? Because that was supposed to come out last June, and it didn't because of COVID. So it should just come out now. There's I know and I know other people want that movie too. Yeah, and it's, you know, I feel like the I feel like they're confident in the quality of that one enough where they maybe just were like we'll just wait until the world is back to normal, which, you know, it's we're yeah. we're working on it, you know. So the last trailer, regular trailer we have here is is actually the Scott Pilgrim versus the World 10th anniversary trailer. And folks, you watch this trailer and it will make you want to see this movie all over again. You got Chris Evans, you got Brie Larson, you got Jason Schwartzman, you got Kieran Culkin, you got uh, Mary Elizabeth Winstead, and then you have Michael Sarah. Yeah. <laughs> the weakest the weakest link in the bunch. Yeah. Anna Kendrick's in there. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, that's right. I haven't seen this movie since it came out, actually, even though we make so many little references to it. It's so good. I love this movie. I think it's Edgar Wright's Ninth Symphony. I actually, this is my least favorite Edgar Wright movie, but I still think it's, you know, it's a good movie. Uh, I read the I read the comics right before seeing the movie, so I was, like, really into it. Uh, see, I had no attachment to it. And then I really don't, I, I'm not a big Michael Sarah fan. Uh, and then I kind of thought he was a creep the whole time, and I didn't sort of get the, the message until later. So it's just, I, I still like it. It's a good movie. But, uh... My favorite Edgar Wright movie is Hot Fuzz, which is also not a super popular pick for favorite Edgar Wright movies. I've I've come to find out. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know too many people that talk too much about Hot Fuzz. It's my favorite one by far. Interesting. Uh, right into us. Tell us what your favorite uh, Edgar Wright movie is, and why Scott Pilgrim is the best one. <laughs> Even Hot Fuzz. <laughs> <laughs> lol okay we got two parody trailers for you this week folks we have one that uh who, who did you find this one this first now, one sheila actually sheila friend of the show sent this to the email so this came into the trailer blazers email uh godzilla versus owl kitty <laughs> <laughs> this is cut pretty good <laughs> i actually can't believe how good the the editing in this so uh owl kitty is a youtube channel where this dude photoshop or not photoshops uh just edits his cat into different movie trailers and scenes and stuff 
And they replaced King Kong in the Godzilla vs. Kong trailer with this cat. And not only does it line up pretty well, the lighting is matched very well. <laughs> like, they gave this cat a sense of scale in these in this trailer. So it's very funny, and I suggest everyone watch this. Yep, he uh, he he has a green screen that he films his cat in front of uh-huh. <laughs> to, to get the right movements and stuff, and it's it's really funny. It is pretty good. Like, just just watch it. It's very good. It's very good. I put yep. a link so you can find it. Yeah. Well, and we'll put a link to the second one too, which is uh, Pee Wee Park. This is a mashup of Pee Wee Herman and Jurassic Park, also edited and cut very well. Extremely good. There were some parts where I laughed out loud, like like a loud surprised laugh you know where i didn't expect something like when he comes up through the vent and she pushes the vent back down uh man was that good and all the parts with wayne knight those were the best edited i thought uh like the the shot was comped in so well with with the dilophosaurus attacking wayne knight and stuff it's please watch these two trailers yeah, there, there, like there's one shot with like the tree, like the jeep is in the far background, and he's in, he's in front of a tree, and he like laughs and runs, it, and it looks like he's in the movie, like it's uh-huh. cut, it's cut really. Well. <laughs> in the bike. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, these are both very very good. Very good. Got to check them out. We'll put the links in there for you. Let's uh, let's actually talk about the answers from last week's uh, the question times. You've got mail. We had how many people wrote in? Like five people. We got five responses. All right. So the first response. So well, let me remind you. Last week the question was: If you could be BFFs with one Avenger and go on adventures, who's it going to be? So Squid said, "I'd be friends with the Guardians of the Galaxy because I love road trips, and their life is a continuous road trip, but in space, which is better than Earth." <laughs> he's not wrong. Uh, Missy said, "Hawkeye because I think he's the least likely to accidentally kill me." I like this answer because this is basically how we chose our answer was like, who would we be least in danger with <laughs> being friends with? And Hawkeye, yeah, he doesn't miss. Uh, Kevin said, so long as we're talking the MCU, mainly because my knowledge of the comics is very limited, I'm also going to side with Ant-Man as the correct choice. I have no desire to mooch off any of his powers to get anything done, though the adventures would be pretty wild. I really just want to be friends with Paul Rudd. Nick's like a great value version (laughs) of Paul Rudd, so I'm already halfway to Rudd, but I want the full Rudd friendship experience, please. We all... Oh, we can all be Rudd Buds together, guys. Uh, being called a great value version of Paul Rudd is a great honor, and I will take that. I will take that honor. You bestowed the honor upon you. Yep. Mike said, Groot, not going to talk my ear off. Powerful, helpful, capable of saving my life with magic. Faithful, one with nature. What a good answer. Groot is a perfect companion because he won't get on your nerves, and he he's pretty cool. And he can he can wrap you in a tree ball, and protect <laughs> you. Yep, or he'll give you a little flower if you're sad. Thank you, Groot. Thanks, Groot. Mandy said Loki fangirl here, and his series coming up on Disney Plus looks like he gets into some real or some really fun trouble. June 11th, folks. That's when Loki starts. Uh, I'm pretty excited about that one. I'm, I've said it before, but there's this one scene that implies that Loki was D.B. Cooper, and D.B. Cooper's one of my favorite American mysteries, 
So I'm pretty excited to see that. I'm excited that Owen Wilson's in this. I like Owen Wilson. I want. I haven't seen him in anything in a while, and so I, I, I'm looking forward to seeing Owen Wilson. Me too. I love Owen Wilson. My one of my favorite movies ever is uh, is Bottle Rocket, the Wes Anderson movie. And just, hey, man, she has a name. It's Inez. Yeah, and I'm Dignan, man. It's the best. Dignan. I love that movie. Oh, oh wow! 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 All right, so let's say if people wanted to write into us this week about whatever, uh, what, 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 I don't even know what they'd write to us about. Tell me some more 90s movies to watch and what they're streaming on, and then I'll watch those. So if you want to tell me a 90s movie to watch and where it's streaming, uh, you can email us at trailerblazerspod at gmail.com. You can follow us on Instagram at trailerblazerspodcast. If you want updates on new episode releases, you can follow us on Twitter at trailer underscore blazers. I have been informed by Kevin that the algorithm still functions and that it still posts to Twitter. Um, And if you are feeling very generous, you can rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. And if you do that, Quick Mickey's going to let you know what happens. Yeah, I'm going to tell you what you're going to do. And that is levels of all running, and so that you can get a reward. There's without risk, there can be no reward. Somebody said that at some point. I don't know. Just do it, okay? Because then everything you do, I will consider. I will consider making the movie entirely out of pre-recorded Anthony Hopkins quotes. And I will cut that thing, and I will release the trailer on YouTube. And you can watch the trailer and decide for yourself if you want to watch it. But I'm going to just tell you, it's really just a collection of quotes and people like lip syncing them. <laughs> almost like that drunk history show. Going to be like that. Okay, so take the risk. That's a tip. See, the thing is, is now I deeply want that to exist. So <laughs> I'm going to be hung up on that for a while. For the Trailer Blazers, my name is Nick Kelly, and I am a great value Paul Rudd. Happy Trailers. And I'm Ben Moon, and it's called Grind, bro. Happy Trailers. Welcome back, folks, to the Vid Yo Gangs. One quarter portion of the show, folks. We have uh, we've I've been playing a little bit of video games. Nick, are you still playing PGA? Well, I Tour? won the FedEx Cup uh, for the first season, so I took a I took a week off to watch my eleven and a half movies. So I haven't played any video games this week. So why don't we just? dive into what you've been playing okay so you know with epic games i keep up with the free games that they give away so i have like tons of games that i've gotten for free on epic and what i find is that when i i will try some of these out um and almost like demo them to see if i will like them and so i actually did that this week so one of the things that i tried out was pillars of eternity and this is like a Dungeons and Dragons type of game, you know, isometric view, looks like The Sims, but you're, you know, it's you know, it's fantasy. Um, and there's several games that are like this. And let me tell you the problem I have with these games. They are now instead of being turn-based, um, like the Divinity Original Sin games, 
Um, they are real time, and so you like you'll like say, okay, I want this character to attack with this, this other character to attack with this, and then I'm gonna unpause the game, and then it's gonna, and then these characters are gonna go do this thing, okay? And so everybody, so it's just like attack, everybody's attacking at once. The enemies are all attacking, and then you can hit pause again, and then like, okay, I want you to do this attack now. Well, this style, this real time style, where you're like pausing and unpausing, I do not like it. Okay, call me old school. Call me whatever you want. Call me Ishmael. Uh, I I want turn-based. I like turn-based RPGs, turn-based strategies. So then I was like, okay, well, let me look on this list. So I downloaded, so I, I deleted Pillars of Eternity, and then I downloaded For the King, which is like sort of a grid-based, turn-based strategy game that's also uh, roguelike. So it like it's procedurally generated maps couldn't get into it played it you know for like an hour or two couldn't get into it deleted it and then i was like okay let me try shadow run dragonfall director's cut okay so i downloaded it and then when it first pulled up it was like oh this was developed by harebrained schemes well that is the developer who also made BattleTech. you remember me playing BattleTech back when we first I started do. podcasting yeah, uh, so I loved BattleTech and you know bought the expansions for it, and so I was like, okay, well this this will be hopeful because Hairbrain Schemes making it, and within five minutes I was like, yep, this is the game that I'm that I'm gonna play. So this is in the Shadowrun, which if you're not familiar with Shadowrun, which I was not, this is cyberpunk mixed with fantasy. So that you have elves and orcs and humans and dwarves and trolls. And, but it's all in the in like a cyberpunk setting, and there's magic. So there's it's like guns and magic. So kind of interesting. I wasn't. I mean, it's a big deal. I know Shadowrun's a big deal, but I wasn't really fully aware of it. But uh, the way this game plays really easily, the learning curve is like not very bad. Um, and they and it's interesting right off the bat. Like the first mission you're in, it's like it, they make it interesting. So and the characters are pretty interesting. So I I am going to com- continue to play this. And uh, looking forward to play it. Also played a lot of Smash Brothers with the the kids. Played on the trip the, on the uh, the spring break trip. Played some Smash Brothers, and then I'm also been playing Steam World Dig Two, which I can tell you is just uh, it, it it's like basically a perfect game. Like there's nothing wrong with nice. this game. Highly recommend that game. If you I would even buy. I would even spend money on Steam World Dig Two. It's so good. Maybe I'll look into this. So so good. Yeah, if I mean, even if you're not like, if you're like, I don't really like 2D platformers. I would say this doesn't play like your typical 2D platformer. It, I mean, it is that, but it, the the mechanics are so different. It's yes, it's a Metroidvania, but it's the digging and going downwards. It's I don't know. It's and it's fun. Just check it out. Play a demo. I don't care. I'll check it out. I'm interested. We don't have any really industry news. I think the Ghost of Tsushima is probably the only industry news that we've got. Uh, but we did. We do have two trailers here for some new stuff. Uh, the first one being Bio Mutant, which I know there's a lot of people that are like interested or wanting this that I've learned. Yeah, I had never heard of this until this trailer came out. There's a lot going on in this trailer. There's a lot of different art styles. There's a lot of different game styles that look to be present here. So it's a little, uh, a little frantic, but uh, it looks like it could be fun. I don't really know though. Yeah, at, at its core, it's a uh, a third person uh, <clears throat> open world adventure, I think, with a lot of combat. I think 
a lot of combat, but also you can get you can like build your own junk <clears throat> mech. I think even uh, there's a lot there's a lot to it, but uh, a lot of people are pretty yeah, excited. Yeah, this about is it. a combat trailer, so it might not be as prevalent yeah. as it is in just this trailer alone. Right. Uh, I will say this. I mean, they do make it look interesting, like with the colors and the settings and the and the art style. They, they make it look interesting. It does look interesting. Uh, it's coming out on like PS5 yeah. and stuff too. Yeah, I think it's uh, at, coming out at the end of May. Was it? If you like Biomutant, you're, it's not too far away from you. It's not. Also, the mystery game that we've been uh, thinking about here, Gollum, uh, which was we were like, what is this game gonna be? Uh, it appears to be third-person stealth action. Yeah, so this is a really, really weird idea for a game. Uh, but seeing this trailer, I really, really want to play this. I love third-person stealth games. Uh, I feel like in order to have this game be made, the pitch had to be pretty good. Because it's so weird. It really is weird. Uh, but I will say they the scale of this is pretty cool. Like him being in Mordor and having to navigate Mordor. And also, I, I do appreciate that it's not somebody trying to do an Andy Serkis impression. It's like an original take on Gollum's yep. voice, and it yeah, sounds good. Yeah, sounds good. Yeah, but I thought it sounded good. I thought the aesthetic looked close enough to the Peter Jackson movies that I wouldn't have to pretend it's not them. And uh, But yeah, yeah, it, it wasn't like a bad impression either. Yeah. Yeah, I think this could be... The, who's making this? I think Warner uh, Brothers makes all the other Lord of the Rings games, so I assume it's them. I should mention Biomutant is being developed by... Oh, what are, what's that? What are they called? Uh, THQ Nordic or something like that? I don't know. I don't, yeah, I don't know who's making this Gollum game. Though. Like, I, Warner Brothers is publishing it, but who's developing oh, yeah. it? Do they have their own studio? Uh, well, WB Games exists. They made, like, the shadow of mordor and like the mad max game and the batman games oh daedalic d-a-e-d-a-l-i-c i don't know what that is entertainment is the developer didelic daedalic hmm. exterminate <laughs> dalek yeah dalek uh never heard of him me neither but i do want to play it yeah this is coming out for ps5 right uh yeah i think so you can pre-order it on steam at this point but I'll play it when it comes out. I like Lord of the Rings. I'm going to wait for maybe your review on this. I do like self-action, though. It is a really weird game, though. Like, what a weird. weird idea. It is very strange, uh, for sure. All right, well, you got anything else? Not a thing. For Trailer Blazers, my name is Nick Kelly, and you can pre-order me on Steam. Happy Trailsers. And I'm Ben Moon, and we don't need you anymore. Happy Trailsers. Jessica Biel has broken my brain with her weird hypnotizing... Our Megadon.